welcome to episode three of the Stay Your Future podcast. I hope you're well. And in today's podcast, I want to talk all about the things that people go through, right? The things that people deal with that they would like a coach to help them with, right? That they would maybe like me to help them with. So let's get into it. What are the areas that most people want help in? Well, in my experience, they can vary from self-esteem to wanting more confidence to wanting an increased belief in themselves and their abilities to wanting the overcoming of fear and anxiety and finally to gaining some clarity for themselves in their life, right? So the purpose of this podcast today, guys, is I want to quickly touch upon most of the little areas that seem to stem up under these big headings, right? Self-esteem, confidence, belief in oneself. And really just give you an idea of how things can be for you if you are suffering with some of these things, right? So let's begin with self-esteem, right? And maybe an area of self-esteem that you want to work on or you know develop is allowing others to treat you badly, right? Maybe others treat you badly in your life in this present moment. And even worse, maybe you accept it as just something that is the way it is, right? Maybe you just accept it as as a normal thing for your life, being treated unfairly, being treated badly by others. Well, to you, and this is if you are dealing with something like this, I would say that you have a choice. You have a choice to make, right? Because the truth is, you can let it be known that you do not want to be treated that way, right? You can, first of all, decide to yourself that you have high standards for yourself, that you owe it to yourself to be treated in a better fashion. And once you decide for yourself that actually, I won't let that person say that to me. I won't let my boss call me that. I won't let my stepbrother say this to me. Or whatever it is, as long as you decide that actually you're rising above the experience that you're getting, you deserve more you deserve better than what you're getting well then you can move forward and take actionable steps such as speaking to the person who's saying bad things to you right and enforcing your boundaries and letting them know that actually this is not acceptable and I will not allow you to call me there right I will not tolerate you saying these things about me right but before you can do any of that you first have to decide within yourself and this is why it's an issue of self-esteem do you feel you are deserving better treatment than what you're getting? And a lot of people don't. And it's a really sad reality, right? A lot of people are suffering with low self-esteem where being treated badly by others is just a normal thing for them, right? But it doesn't have to be and it definitely shouldn't be for anyone. Not for me, not for you, right? So begin with making a decision for yourself that actually you're a valuable human being. You have infinite potential. You mean something to someone, right? You're special in your own way. And you will not tolerate people putting you down or treating you anything less. Now, what if you're dealing with other people putting you down, right? So similar to the first example, but these comments are more intended to bring you down. Well, 
I'd say something similar to the first example. I'd say it's all about setting boundaries, right? But first you make a decision that actually I will not accept being treated that way. You make that decision with yourself first and foremost. And then you set boundaries with the person or the people who are calling you, you know, certain things or, or making said comments to yourself. You let it be known to them that you will not tolerate being, you know, treated that way, being spoken to that way. And as you do that, they will quickly learn that you are not one to be messed with, right? That you actually respect yourself. And in, in due course, they will respect you for that, right? But what if a comment has been said to you, right? How do you respond with it? Maybe that's what you're dealing with right now. Something has been said to you and you're not quite sure how to process it. You're not quite sure how to get over it, right? Or fight it. Well, there is hope for you. There is hope for you. And that hope should be the idea that irrespective of what other people say to us, it is up to us whether or not we accept it or reject it. That's right. You have the power to reject anything that's said to you, right? I'll just give you a little bit of a refresher on the mind and how it works. Anything that comes to us, any comments that are said to us, it reaches our conscious mind, right? Now, as long as it stays in the conscious mind, it doesn't have a lot of power, right? It really cannot affect you so much. It's when it enters your subconscious mind that things start to go downwards because your subconscious mind influences your behaviors, your feelings, your emotions, your actions. It influences your results, everything, right? So as soon as a negative comment or a comment which you don't necessarily like is said to you, that's when you reject it. That's when you actually question the validity of that comment. Someone called you something, you know, like maybe they said you're fat. Maybe they said you're ugly. I want you to challenge that comment. Don't accept it as truth. You know you're not, right? So you, you challenge that comment the second you hear it and do your very best not to get emotionally attached to the identity of someone who is so-called fat or so-called ugly because your mind, your subconscious mind, doesn't know the difference between reality and fake. So as far as your subconscious mind is concerned, if you're getting emotionally charged, if you're getting angry, if you're getting frustrated, if you're getting sad, depressed about the idea of being ugly or being fat, according to someone else, well, your subconscious mind will see it as truth. It will see it as genuine emotions for being those things. And you're actually reinforcing the very comments that you you know, that you disliked. So do your very best to try to reject it because I'm telling you, as soon as you have the ability and the power to reject it, and believe me, you will do. It may take a bit of practice, but you will get to that point. Things are going to be on the up for you. Okay. Now, how about this one? I let other people decide my future for me. Have you ever been in that situation? where you let other people do the decision-making for you, where you let other people do the thinking for you. I know I was in that position not too many years ago. And I tell you what, I've never been as frustrated as I have when I let other people decide for me, especially when I had the power to make the decision for myself. And this is where the key is, guys. Only you can decide your future. Now, if you're of a responsible age where you have the ability to decide your future, where you have the ability to make responsible choices, well then you should be making it, right? Because 
whatever you desire, whatever you want, it starts with you. No one knows you the way you know yourself. And you can never go on to achieve the things that you desire until you begin taking responsibility for the things you desire. Right? So if you're letting people decide your future for you today, always take a look at why. Why are you letting them decide? Is there a fear underneath? A fear that maybe you won't get it right, that you won't decide the correct thing for yourself? Well, you'll never know unless you give yourself a shot. Right? I say you give yourself a shot. Start making decisions for you. Hey, and if it doesn't go the way you want it to go, well, at least you've learned from it, right? But you'll walk away without any regrets because you know that you gave yourself a chance. And whether or not it worked or not is irrelevant. You gave yourself a chance. You bet it on yourself. You chose happiness, right? You chose fulfillment. That's all you can do. All you can do is hope for the things you want. And whether or not it plays out or not is another issue, right? Let's go to the next one. I don't feel I can succeed. Have you ever felt that way? Maybe when you're trying something new, maybe when you're facing a test on a subject, you don't feel you can succeed. Like I said earlier, I faced this many times in my life and I really feel different now. I really feel different now and I, I want that feeling for you. I want you to feel different about it now. If you're going through any feelings of not feeling like you can make it, not feeling like you can succeed. Understand this, worry and doubt about your inability to succeed is the opposite of faith and hope. And both of those things require you to believe in the unseen, right? Because when you worry and when you doubt, you're imagining, right? You're imagining what can go wrong. For example, failing. But when you have faith and when you have hope, you're also imagining but the difference is you're imagining what can go right, right, about success. So it's a decision. You can decide, what do I want to imagine? Do I want to imagine it going wrong and me not succeeding? Or do I want to imagine me succeeding and me doing well? And as I mentioned earlier, guys, what you get emotionally involved with, it enters your subconscious mind. And that influences everything you do. It influences your behaviors, your feelings, your results, your actions your habits. So if you want to change that feeling of not feeling that you can succeed, first of all, decide that you want to succeed, right? I'm sure on some level you do, right? Because that's why this feeling is occurring. You don't feel you can succeed. But don't let that trip you up. Decide you want to succeed and decide you can succeed. And you can do that by asking yourself two questions. The first question is, am I willing Am I willing to do what it takes to succeed? Yes, right? You'll say yes. And then ask yourself, am I able? Am I able to do what I need to do to succeed? And the answer is yes. We all have infinite potential within us. We all have infinite resources which we've never called upon until when we need it to, right? So you can succeed. You can succeed. But just be mindful of those moments when you're worrying about what can go wrong and make that decision to yourself in that moment as soon as you catch yourself to think the opposite. What can go right? How great would it feel if you did succeed? How great would it feel if it did go the way you wanted it to go? And live from that place. 
because I'm telling you it's so much more fun and so much more enjoyable than worrying about what can go wrong and, and how things can end up negatively for yourself. Right, And that was really the next one. I worry about what can go wrong all the time. If that's you, same advice. Start worrying about what can go right. Because faith and hope is a decision. Worry and fear is a decision. And maybe it's become a habitual way of thinking for you to worry and, you know, doubt. But know that with repetition, with a little bit of practice, you can start living from the other side. You can start having faith in everything you do. You can start having hope in everything you take on, right? Or maybe you feel that you're too afraid to try something new. Have you ever been too afraid to try something new? I know there's a lot of reasons beneath the surface for that feeling, right? There's too many reasons. Only you know the reason why you're afraid to try something new. So the first thing you can do in this example is try to gain some clarity for yourself. Maybe ask yourself, why do I feel afraid? Why do I feel afraid of trying this, right? And when you understand that, realize that fear has two components. There is psychological fear and there is situational fear. Now, situational fear, if we didn't have a natural stress response within ourselves, we would be dead. It's this fear response that situational fear gives us that provides us an instinctive form of self-protection and it allows us to flee dangerous situations, you know, or even muster the strength to defend ourselves if need be. Now, this is fear that is triggered by an immediate threat in our current situation. Now, it's very likely that this isn't the fear that you're dealing with, right? This situational fear only comes to us every so often and it is sincerely a case of life or death for the most part right now psychological fear is most likely what you're going through right that fear in your mind of why you you know why you don't want to do something and the problem is while you can cope with the present moment you cannot cope with something that is only in your imagination right so try to understand why do you fear the thing you fear and then ask yourself, do you really want to accomplish this? Do you really want to try this? If your desire says, yes, I do want to try this, well, then you realize that this fear that you have is actually not serving you, right? This fear that you have is holding you back from doing the thing you want to do. So then you have to make a decision to yourself. Am I willing and am I able to do this thing irrespective of this fear that I'm feeling, right? Because courage is not the absence of fear. Courage is fear being present and still deciding to do a thing so maybe you have to call on a bit of courage in yourself to make it happen irrespective of that little fear that you're feeling and how about this one guys i keep doing the same things that keep bringing me the same negative results now this is a really interesting one because a lot of the times we don't pay attention to what we're doing and the results that it's bringing us it's actually when we you know, take a break from everything where we really reflect and sit down with ourselves and, and look at the areas of our lives that we sort of tend to notice patterns within our existence, you know, things we do every day, things we do every week that keep getting us feeling the same feelings, keep getting us getting the same results. But understand this, if you are able to understand why you're doing the things you're doing and, and why they're getting you the results they're getting you, you should be very happy with yourself. 
because now you know your starting point, you know where you are. And then you can ask yourself, all right, I know where I am, where do I want to be, right? And then you look at the actions you're taking, you look at the things you're doing today. Are those things getting you to where you want to be? It's a simple yes or no. If it's yes, well, then you're on the right track, keep going. But if they're not getting you where you want to be, well, then you know that something needs to change. Am I right? You know that actually the responsibility is actually now on your shoulders. The ball is in your court. The power is in your hands to make a decision to actually change the things you're doing and change the course of your life, right? Change the results you're getting or keep doing what you're doing and keep getting the negative results. Because the truth is, guys, life is just about the downs as it is about the ups. You can be doing everything well, but if you have some habits that are bringing you down, if you have some habits that are sabotaging your success, well then, would it be worth it? Would it be worth it working so hard on your dreams and your ambitions only to come crashing down because you couldn't change a thing that was holding you back? No. No. Let this be the year. Let this be the month. Let this be the day that you decide to live greater, that you decide to stop bringing yourself down, stop sabotaging yourself by keep doing what you're doing if you know it's not taking you where you want to go. Now, moving forward, guys, let's talk about confidence. You may or may not be feeling this, but I'll say it anyways. I don't feel I have anything to offer. Have you ever felt that way? That there is nothing good that you can bring to the world or bring to your company or bring to your business, your client? Sometimes this is associated with the feeling of being an imposter, right? An imposter syndrome. I'm not any good. I'll be exposed. Ah, they'll soon realize I'm not educated enough. I'm not qualified enough, right? Now, these are not great feelings, and I can attest to that because I once had these feelings, right? But the truth is, this comes from ignorance. Now, ignorance is not to say that you're being rude. It's not to say that you're doing something negative. It simply means you do not know, right? And chances are, the areas that we feel we have nothing to offer are areas where we haven't actually tried, are areas which we haven't actually experienced the thing we want to do. So maybe it's a new job. Maybe it's a new profession that you're going into. Maybe it's a new hobby that you're trying to develop, right? You don't feel like you can do it. You don't feel good enough. Well, understand that this feeling is perfectly natural because your brain, your mind doesn't know what it's going to expect, doesn't know how well you're going to perform. So how do you get that feeling that you are good enough, that you do have something to offer? Well, you get it through experience. You get it through two ways, actually. One is visualizing. Visualize the outcome that you desire. Visualize the good that you can bring. Visualize the success that you can bring. Visualize the influence that you can bring to whatever it is you're doing. And as you visualize, as I may have said earlier, your mind doesn't know the difference between what's real and what's imagined. And how cool is that? That means you can imagine being the best version of yourself possible. And as long as you're getting emotionally involved with that idea, your mind has to accept it as real. And therefore, it will start making you behave in ways that will make that real because it's true for you. 
So visualize the outcome that you want. If you feel you have nothing to offer, how would you like to feel? Would you like to feel that your voice is important? Would you like to feel that the skills you bring are so important and so significant to maybe your clients or your employers or your boss? How would you like to feel? And start visualizing it. Start imagining that feeling. And I'm telling you, you will start very soon. Perhaps it'll take a little bit of time, but you will attract the reality of that you seek. Now, if visualizing is one method of doing this, what's the other method? Well, that's experience. You see, if you've never done a thing, it's natural to have apprehensions about it. It's natural to question your ability to do it. But the truth is, how can you know unless you try it and try again? And if it makes you feel any better, no success was made overnight. Rome wasn't built in a day. It may take you months, it may take you weeks, it may take you a year to really get to the level that you seek to get to. But here's the caviar on this, guys. Time will pass regardless. Regardless, whether or not you're practicing your craft, whether or not you're developing your skill, time is still going to pass. So do you want to spend that time productively? Do you want to spend that time resourcefully and, you know, better yourself? Or do you want to give up at the first hurdle? Because that time is still going to pass. And a year later, months later, weeks later, the only difference will be whether or not you succeeded, whether or not you achieved what you wanted to achieve. Because time doesn't discriminate. Time will keep on going, my friends. Or maybe you feel that others are much better than you are. Have you ever done that? Have you ever compared yourself with others? Maybe they're in your profession. Maybe they're doing the same job as you are, right? Now, I've done this as well in the past. And thankfully, I don't do it so much anymore today. And I stopped doing it when I realized that comparing ourselves with others only leads to negative failure. And it only needs negative feelings because there is always someone better at us than some areas of our life, right? So why compare yourself? Why set yourself up for failure in that respect? Why not actually decide to create instead of compete? Because competing implies that to be great, you need to be better than someone else. That's not necessarily true. You can be great and someone else can be great. You can be great in different things, right? So if you are competing, if you are comparing yourself with others, make the decision that you're no longer going to pay attention to what others are doing. Pay attention to what you're doing. Pay attention to what you want to achieve, right? Pay attention to the good that you can bring to the world because we're all unique individuals, guys. We are not the same as, an, as our next door neighbor. We are not the same as our friends. We may have similar interests, we may share similar passions and hobbies, but we are intrinsically unique as, as we were made, right? So focus on the good that you can bring. Focus on the good that you want to focus on. And don't allow yourself to be held back by the idea of competing with others anymore. Or maybe you feel like you get nervous before doing any activity of importance. Like nerves, nervousness, if, if you see it as a negative thing, it will only work against you. Right, and this is my experience. Don't see it as a negative thing. See it as a positive thing. Try to reframe the idea of being nervous to the idea of being excited. Because the truth is, that's what's happening. You're feeling excitement. Your body's reacting in a way that actually it's apprehending something important is going to happen for you. Right? It's an activity of importance. So if you can just frame it from nervousness to excitement, 
you'll notice you'll notice you'll feel different about it because now suddenly you're not going in there feeling weak you're going in there feeling strong you're going in there feeling empowered like actually i'm excited and there's something really important i'm going to do there's something really special that i'm going to make right so try that little switch go from feeling nervous to feeling excited and tell me if it works for you it's worked for me now let's talk about the idea of believing in oneself now this is really important and this is something that a lot of clients have have dealt with in their lives the idea that i failed before so i don't want to try again have you ever felt that way you know you failed before at something so you don't really want to give it another shot maybe the pain of that failure was so great that you didn't want to go on on the saddle again well understand this people understand this failure is a necessary ingredient of success right as my mentor puts it failure way to success because failure indicates that you actually put yourself out on a limb to achieve something significant right to to achieve something great now you literally cannot get to success without risking failure failure is on the journey to success so if you failed before i mean hey congratulate yourself did you learn anything from that failure right you should congratulate yourself because you had the courage to try you had the courage to risk everything to make it happen for you and so why if it didn't work on the first attempt so why if it didn't work on the second or third attempt as long as you learn a lesson as long as you learn a different way or even the same way but you just approach it slightly differently you're on the right track you're on the right track and if what you desire is great enough if what you desire is big enough failure is a necessary part of that failure is something that you have to accept it's a price you have to be willing to pay to achieve it and i'm telling you guys when you do achieve it because you will all of those failures will be all the more sweeter you look at them feeling so great like wow i kept going look what i had to get through to get to this and now i made it and you will appreciate that success so much more because you know what you had to go through to get it right and i'm telling you that feeling of wow like i actually did this like i actually persevered and it actually happened for me ah i'm telling you it's a, it's a sweet feeling it's a sweet feeling and it's something that you get when you actually try right something that you get when you actually put in effort to achieve what you want to achieve or well, how about this one maybe you failed before and instead of not wanting to try again you feel like you're a failure that's really really critical to not fall into this habit of thinking right to think that you're a failure because you failed because failing is an event it's something that happens but failure is an identity failure is saying to yourself that i am this because this has happened but the truth is that is not the case you are not this because that happened failing is something that we all experience in our lives in some point or another but it doesn't influence our ability to be great it doesn't influence our ability to be better than what we were yesterday right or how about this one i'm worried about what others will think if i fail right kind of goes into the idea of competing and comparing yourself with others if you are in that situation where you're worried what others will think if you fail, I'll say this to you. 
as long as you're going for your desires, as long as you're pushing your boundaries and going for what you really want, other people can think whatever the hell they want to think, right? Because this is your journey. This is your life. This is your dream, right? This is what you want for yourself. So always keep that in mind, guys. It's not their dream. It's not their goal. It's not their ambition. This is yours. And it's your responsibility to keep on the journey, to keep on the path until you make it your reality. And other people's comments, don't let that get you down. Reject it. If they're saying negative things to you, like, oh, give up. How long have you been doing this for? (laughs) Understand that they may have good intentions for you, right? They may be your family. They may be your best friends. But they don't know why you're doing it. And they will never understand how much you want it as much as you do, right? So don't be angry at them. Don't be upset at them. Simply ignore them, right? Or if you must, tell them that actually you're going to keep doing this and what they say won't affect it. So they're wasting their negative energy by trying to keep you back because telling you, if you have an idea of what you want to achieve, other people may not see the vision the way you see it, especially if it's a big vision, right? A vision that everyone gets you calling crazy, right? People are like, ah, you ain't never going to make that. Who are you kidding? Who are you fooling, right? (laughs) If it's that sort of vision, hey, that should be all the more motivation to stick with it. Because when you prove all of those haters wrong, when you prove all of those people wrong, I'm telling you, they're going to be asking you how you did it. They're going to be asking you for help. They're going to be asking you for favors, right? But until you do it, hey, they're going to question it. And it's only natural for them to question it. They don't understand. But it's not their job to understand. It's your job to understand. Understand what it is you want to achieve and what it is that you're willing to do and willing to go through to make it happen for yourself. Let's talk about overcoming fear and anxiety. Do you get anxious about the future? About what can go wrong? About how things may be? Maybe they'll be the same and maybe that doesn't necessarily excite you. Maybe you want it to be better. For you, I'll say it's a decision, right? But before the decision, take evaluation of yourself, of your thinking. What are you focusing on? Because it's our thoughts that are creating our emotion. So let me ask you this. What are you thinking about? What are you focusing on? Because it's our thoughts that create our emotions. So if you're focusing on the ideas of being broke, you know, being obese, not having your own home, if you're focusing on negative ideas, well, your body's going to react to that, right? Your body's going to react to that and it's going to actually bring you to feel anxiety in your body and anxiety will therefore lead to depression if you don't handle it so make a conscious decision right from the get-go actually no why am I focusing on this I don't want to achieve these things I I don't want to be fat I don't want to be overweight I don't want to be poor right whatever it is if you don't want to be it don't focus on it and I know it's easier said than done but I'm telling you if you try this exercise if you write down all of the things you want right And if you write down all the things you don't want, make a big X, cross off the things you don't want, burn it, burn that sheet, and just keep looking at the things you do want. Make it your vision board, make it your goal board, look at it two, three times a day, record it, record it as positive I am affirmations. I am so happy and grateful now that I am, 
right? I am so happy and grateful now that I am. And as you keep doing that, as you keep focusing on only the good, only the things you do want to attract into your life, that anxiety will dissipate. It will fade away and it will be replaced with hope, with a sense of excitement, with a sense of adventure. And hey, there's no greater way to live. There is no greater way to live than hoping that tomorrow, that feeling that tomorrow will be better than today. Because that's what gets you out of bed in the morning, right? That's what gets you to work hard on, on what it is you're working on. The feeling that tomorrow will be greater than today, right? Or maybe you get anxious about the present moment. Hey, exactly same process. Write down, what am I focusing on, right? What don't I want? Cross it off, burn it. It's a symbolic statement that you are no longer attaching any significance to these things. And then go on the flip side, what do I want? How do I want to live? And make that your focus, okay? And finally, this brings us to the last point of today's podcast, clarity, right? Clarity. Maybe you're suffering with a lack of clarity. Ask yourself, what do you want? Like, what do you really want for your life? And allow yourself to think big. If it doesn't scare you, you're not thinking big enough. And if other people don't call you crazy, then you're not thinking big enough, guys. So really set your sights high and say it as if money wasn't an issue, right? Say it as if the situation you're in had no objections. There was nothing in your way. What would you really like to have? Because the truth is, guys, only big goals will keep you motivated enough to last the course. By thinking small, you have no excitement. And soon enough, it'll become just another distant idea right? It's not going to motivate you to stay with it over the course of a month, over the course of a few months, maybe even a year. It simply won't do it. If you really want to achieve your goals, you've got to set them big. And when you do set them big, you're going to be thinking, ah, it's never going to happen, right? How how am I going to make this happen? Your job isn't to worry about the how. The how will take care of itself. And if you are one of my clients, if you do sign up for coaching with me, I'm going to teach you all about that all about how to let go of the feeling of how am I going to make it happen and just focus on the good that you want to attract. And in doing so, you'll make it so much more likely to to manifest for yourself and for your life. I hope this has been of help, guys. Until the next podcast, take care and see you soon.